and welcome back to episode 91 of the Hit the Showers podcast presented to you by the Foolproof Entertainment Network. As always, I am your host, Clifford Jordan Jennings, here with my point man and co-host, Malcolm Second Place's First Loser King. <laughs> it sounded good when it sounded good when you when you thought it through the first time, huh? Yeah, nah, I, yeah. that's that's what it is, nigga. Well, 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 we'll we'll see we'll see if we're both going home after this weekend. How's that sound, Clifford? Well, you know, well I can't speak for the teams, but I'll speak for the season uh, pickums. First okay. loser, That's Malcolm right. King. Okay, all right. We got OG right. Mike Brown in the building. How you feeling? What's going on, peeps? How y'all doing? You know, we here again. All and right, you know, all I right. I shower heads. I gotta give OG Mike Brown his piece. He won last week on the Pickums. All yeah, right, Buster. all right. He got um. How many do we do? Nine. Oh, he did ten. He got he got nine out of ten last week. All right. All right, nine ten is my birthday. You know what I mean, nine ten. Okay, yeah, he got really? nine out of ten. So, uh, yeah. Jersey uh, got the spread on the Steelers Ravens game. Did he? Uh huh. I think it was he was he came in second last week. It was uh, Mike Jersey Britt last week, and me and you, and that's what I would like to get into. Why I say second place, first loser, right? Because okay. once again. We tied. We tied all the way through. All our picks tied. Well, I mean, we didn't have the same picks, but we tied on everything. Right. So I was putting it in the books as a push. Like, okay, it's a push. We'll figure it out when the brackets come out. Right. Leave it to this nigga. And you remember from last episode, at the at very end of the episode, when we was about to wrap up, he like, the time well, how about, how about the y'all's picks from uh, Georgia-Bama? Yeah, you and all of us gave time. our picks, and that was the one thing that got me to win for the season. So if you'd have just kept your mouth shut and didn't say nothing about that Georgia Bama game, that's all right. I going into these brackets, but since we did not, I will be drinking out of my very fresh golden foolproof entertainment cup this evening. All right, all right, worth every bit of of the first season of Hit the Showers NFL Pickums. All right, all right. How about that? Hey, cool. when you're not used to winning, you you got to do whatever you can oh, to prove right? this. So I, I hey. respect it. Hey, I respect it. You know, it's not it's not new for me. You know, <laughs> it's just another well, day in the office. <laughs> right. You got a baby bottle over there waiting yeah. on you. Wait, wait, waiting on you to create it for me. I guess you ain't won one. Waiting on the distributor. Listen, but. I had to just, you know, give you my uh, my jabs for the start of, of the course. episode, like I always uh, do. Of course, it wouldn't be right if you didn't. And I would plus, think something's wrong. Plus, the Eagles ain't play last week anyway, so it's like they did. Yes, we did. We got smashed by the Cowgirls. Oh yeah, y'all did play the right. Cowboys. Yeah, they uh they played their starters. We had our backups. Yeah, that's they, they why. I, yeah, that's why I wouldn't. Let it be known, Malcolm. I did watch. Well, I just want to throw that out there so nobody. I mean, it's always your, it's always you got backups. You always talking about backups, backups right? in. That's crazy. It was I watched in. some of that game and I forgot about. It. <laughs> right, I know that's right, brother. I know that's right. That is crazy. <laughs> you probably yeah, thought Doug Peterson was still the coach. 
You know Man, what? I thought something. Since he's in the I'm, front running, I'm glad you brought. Heard. I'm glad you brought he, that up. Yeah, yes. he's he might be coming to uh, Las Vegas. Oh yeah, I think I did see that. I think I did see that. So while y'all talking stuff, um, <laughs> better hang hope on. Get out, Flores. I don't know. Yeah, I like to have Brian Flores. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. About what? All the, you know, the coaching, the whole coaching situation. Like, oh, yeah, like I just feel yeah. like the Raiders have had a lot of decent coaches come through that they've mm-hmm. gotten right rid of, and I feel like it's not always the fault of the coach. So if you're not going to do something like as a organizational overhaul, it really doesn't fucking matter who you bring in. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Like if I have a a pick, like I would prefer Flores. I, I don't. Have I don't a really preference. Right. Yeah. I don't really even. I don't honestly know where exactly we go from here, organizationally. And I don't mean that to say like we we didn't make the playoffs. Coach Mike in the building. What's popping? What's going on, Mike? What's going on? What's, Sorry, what's up, Mike? You all right? Uh, next time the white boy right next time that hey next time that that's the tension mike hanging out with y'all too much (laughs) i mean i mean if i if i uh if i if yeah you could have been late for what i was late for you right you you had to (laughs) all right right. speak man but uh tattoo appointment was canceled I scheduled another, a different kind of book. Right. I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. Oh, okay. He out well, there, hey. uh, little Duval in this bitch. He living his best life. <laughs> hey. I ain't I mad at bad. you, Mike. But, um. What are we talking about? You miss my, uh. Raiders suck. My and they early don't, show and... Malcolm berating. And then, uh. Bro. We're um, talking about Doug Peterson. Right. And the Nick Flores. Flores. Clip doesn't Clip doesn't feel hopeful, Mike, with the current coaches that are up for head coaching positions. He doesn't feel confident with the candidates that are out there. It's not no, that's I not mean, you know Gruden's coming oh. back, right? Like he'll go on an apology tour in the offseason and then they'll just bring Gruden back again. You think back to where? <laughs> Las Vegas. I, listen, <laughs> no, I don't see that. I, don't, I, don't I thought it might be Tampa Bay or something. I'm not a fan I of didn't know. Anyway, so I would hope that wouldn't be the case. But no, that's not the case that I wasn't like, I don't know what the word was that you used, Mark, but I'm not. Confident. Right. I just don't think our issue falls at coaching. And I'm yeah. not saying that we don't need a replacement because we currently don't have someone. I'm just saying that regardless of who you bring in, if your organization is off, that coach is just going to be gone in the next couple of years anyway, regardless yeah. of how he what he does. But that's just why like they're bringing their own. That's why they're bringing their own system. My bad. Go ahead, Mike. My bad. No, I was gonna, all I was going to say is talk to Cleveland. I mean, yeah, way. but uh, everybody Cleveland. else. I mean, they get to bring in their own system and their own general managers and stuff like that. Sometimes, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If if so. Vegas that's, lets them. That's the difference, though, between pro and college. Like, to be frank, there are very few NFL systems in general. There are a few head coaches that I believe kind of run things their own way, and the only one that comes to immediate mind is Andy Reid. 
Right. Yeah. Like Which everyone else, just Belichick. they all Belichick too. All right, fair. Yeah. So Andy Reid and Belichick, but like who outside of that is is actually coming up with schemes, and it's not it's not something that you know Mike Vrabel does and Mike Vrabel. What you about your it? coach? What about your coach, Mike? I mean, McDermott has done a good job yeah. of putting the right things in place. Like I think he was responsible for the shift in offense. Yes, on in the Bills, but like. The Bills have run the same defense more or less for years. Yeah. And and you know, it's it's that 3-4-4-3 three, four, four, three hybrid, which mm. personally I'm a fan of. Like I think it gives you a good mix of things and I think we've got the talent right now that it's working for us, but they've been running more of the 3-4 side of things which goes around against like traditional Bills which was, you know, the stack 4-3 with, you know, Bruce Smith on the edge and those kind of things. Right. Right. <laughs> you went back on us, Mike. Right. You said Bruce Smith. The last time the bills were this good, dude. <laughs> I can tell it in your voice, bro. I mean, hey, we made the playoffs, so I'm kind of excited too. You know, wow. Go Carl. And, and let me clear myself up. Right. Because. I don't want to take anything away from the Raiders in how far they got, right? Especially with all the turmoil they went through in the locker room and, you know, the losing players and all that. For that, I will commend Carr in a way for at least keeping it together because if you're being honest, the Raiders probably went through three potentially season-ending situations that could have been bad. Right. It's yeah. almost the Raider way, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. it's like without the turmoil, you don't succeed. Or something's bound to happen. You know, the bad mean? boys. That's like, it's always that. It's something's bound to happen. You know what I mean? It's, it, it goes good here at first and shit falls apart after three games, bro. But usually, but yeah. see, here's the thing. This is why I want to, you know, make sure I clear it up. Because usually when that happens, we do fall apart. Yeah. We do fall apart. And in this specific instance, we haven't. This is Derek Carr's first playoff appearance. And, That's what I'm saying. And I'm kind of excited for it. And for it to be his first playoff appearance in a season where you lost rugs to his unfortunate situation, Arnett right. for doing shit you don't do over the phone, right. uh, <laughs> fucking uh, John Gruden losing a coach and a, now that's, a neighbor. That's the shit you don't do over the phone, yeah. <laughs> and a friend, right? Like I'm not saying I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying if you're gonna do it. Don't do it over the phone. Don't do it on camera over the phone. Be smart. Nah, about but it. Cliff, I think that's a good point. Considering the Raiders started off so hot because they started off what, like five and zero, oh, something like that, right? Or four no, and one. I think we or, lost one uh, early, and it was we lost like one four, early, and it was like four and one or something like that. Yeah, four and one, five and one, and then you guys went on a big kind of tailspin. It felt like in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. and to be able to snap yourselves out of that and still get back to ten wins, like that's a big deal. I mean, the right. Bills kind of did the same thing. Like, they had me questioning, especially that, like, second, not – so if you break the season into 16, I know it's 18, but if you break right. it into, like, those four weeks, that that third quarter of the season, I was mm-hmm. I was ready to hang it up. Like, I was ready, all right, like the Bills, Bills are tanking, the Bills are yeah. fucking up. After they lost to the Patriots in the snow in Buffalo, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you guys mm-hmm. can't even win – 
at home in and, these kind of conditions because all you advantage. do is throw right this is supposed to be your right. advantage now the problem is, is the bills throw the ball you know 90 you were on that week i wanted to talk to you about that so bad oh yeah i was upset i think i even gave uh josh allen hit the showers that you week did. for trying to I keep throwing did. the ball over and over again and that's not you know that was mcdermott in the play I'm calling sure. and i do and i do think that and I don't, I don't mean to take away from the Raiders, so I can hold on my comments here. But I do think that they changed in these last four weeks, and I think it was a little bit planned. Like, Singletary and Moss did not play much in the middle of the season, and I right. wonder if that was a calculated move. Right, to make sure they were healthy for the end. Listen, or the playoffs. Right, and that, yeah, we'll get back to that because that yeah. that's a good point. But to round off my thought, yeah. All I was getting at is why I'm still kind of talking down on the Raiders is because you work so hard to build up this young identity and then you lost a lot of it. So now you're once again identity-less with a, with a quarterback situation that's potentially on the fence. So it's like that situation is teetering on an entire rebuild or can we bring somebody in and offload some people for the, the right talent? So I, I feel like a coach bringing a coach into this situation is kind of putting a lot on his shoulders, regardless of who you have in there. Well, and again, I think to the earlier point, that comes down to a situation of, are they going to hire a coach and let him be a general manager and make that right. call? Or is the organization going to make that call and they're just going to have to squeeze, the coach is going to have to basically fit uh you know, a square peg into a round hole. Raiders history with the Davis family is they always yep. like running things themselves. So yep. I don't really see them bringing in a coach that they're going to hand the keys over to and allow them. I think Gruden was like, that was their entry. Like we trust you enough since we have history, try it. But yeah. I don't know that the next coach gets the same range. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think they do. And I think that that makes it tough for anybody to come in there and be effective. Right. That's my issue with it. But, I mean, other than that, the game itself, 35-32 win over the Chargers. Excuse me. Uh, Britt and uh, OG Mike Brown were the only two that picked the Raiders. I even didn't go with them that week. And, I mean. (sighs) I mean, wow. I wouldn't have either. Wow. <laughs> I mean, no, I had to. I mean, I understand. I mean, what we got left besides the playoffs? No, I definitely yeah. understand, but I, I mean, I. Go ahead, Malcolm. You want to say something? I'm sorry. That's what I, I mean. That, that that that's that's the BS though with the upsets that had me mad this past weekend is the Rams and 49ers game, and then the Raiders and the uh, Joe play the Chargers. That's right. Chargers. The Chargers game, like. But either way, I, that I wouldn't have got you the win because we picked together on those. Oh, okay. Yeah, so either way, that would have got me the got win you. if both them well, hit. Well, I don't but, feel as bad then. Did, well, no, did, anybody, did anybody – that's where I was going. Like, I was watching the score for oh, that game in the that. background, and I'm like, it's going to end in a tie. It's going to end oh, in a tie. Oh, yeah. I, I did, too. Pittsburgh's yeah, really, going to really. be out. Like, really. <laughs> I did, too. I thought they was going to go – I thought they was going to knee it out or something like that, but they went ahead and kicked the field goal and – here we are. Nah, you, you can't know. knee it out, especially when that's cars. Nah, you can't. You gotta go for that win. <laughs> right. Well, they went for the field goal, so we we in there. Yeah. Woo. No. Nah. Definitely. Congrats, Daniel Carlson, because he, yes. he he won us that game. Sure enough, it man. was. It's like Carr is. 
it's like Carr is a point guard, right? And I know that's uh, the that's the leader role. That right, and that's the NFL equivalent of. But what I'm getting at is Carr can put you in positions to score, mm-hmm. whether by run or field goal, but he can't do it himself. No, that's not that's don't do that. He's not gonna throw <laughs> no. touchdowns for you. Your best bet is to get inside that twenty and start handing the ball off. Right. And that's what makes me question picking the Raiders in big situations. Because as much as I am a fan, I also am a fan of myself, you know, my knowledge or, you know, my predictions. And I don't just want to just be picking because I like them when it just doesn't make sense to me. Makes sense. He Hmm. can't score enough to keep up with high volume teams. The Chargers are a high volume team. And let's be honest, the Raiders' defense did a lot of stepping up that game. Yeah, they did a lot of stepping up that game. I yeah, because the that. first time, the first time we played them, Cliff, they, they trashed us the first time. Right. So I was, I was kind of impressed with them this time around. You know, they did step up their game a little bit. So it's just hard to me if he could just throw one more touchdown. You need to throw two more touchdowns a game, but just one more touchdown. Let me run some stats down for you. So Carr threw fifty-five point six percent completion rate 186 yards two touchdowns no interceptions with an 88.4 qbr now this is the first game in the last eight games that Carr has thrown for more than one touchdown now this is also the first game in the past five games that Carr has thrown for no interceptions now as a marquee quarterback of an organization that's not acceptable so, no. like Malcolm says, it has to be to a point now where it's like somebody likes you for some reason. Like, you have it in with somebody to where they, they'll they continue to give you chances. And it may be to what you said, that Carr's just a good dude. I believe he probably is just a good dude. Right. But just a good dude doesn't mean great quarterback or the guy right. to run the ship. Loyalty right. to a fault. Yeah. I actually not a want... for a Raiders organization. Right, it, I was just about to say that. I actually want a quarterback with a nasty side in him. Like Josh Allen. That Listen, he, he might be my favorite quarterback in the league right now. He might be so, my favorite quarterback in the league right now. So because I had full intent to be on last week and I wasn't, I do want to just circle back to Matt Ryan sliding or diving into the end zone and finding out why Josh Allen doesn't do that shit. Because Matt Ryan dove into the end zone, got called, got called a touchdown upon further review, got marked at two inches shy, and then he got teed up for a personal foul for talking shit to Micah Hyde after the play, only for that to cost them the touchdown at the end of the game where they would have been able to pull within. Oh, really? See? Yeah. That's how all that shit went down two weeks ago. Falcons. I remember seeing the <laughs> highlight, but I didn't know that it, all that ha- was behind. You know what I'm saying? It was just the highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't. Like Matt, Matt Ryan, old, older quarterback or starting to get older. He looked old as shit in no, that he's, game. He's older. Dove yeah, in, tried to basically slide into the end zone. Knee hit before he crossed the plane. Didn't know it. He got up and got in Micah Hyde's face and was talking shit to Micah Hyde. Got flagged for 15. And then the challenge came in, and he was marked short. And so instead of it being fourth and 
uh, fourth or yeah, fourth and inches from the goal or fourth and goal from like the inch line. It was fourth and 16. Right. <laughs> yeah. that's it was the greatest. It was the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's why Josh Allen doesn't fucking slide. <laughs> man, listen, but you He's don't have big to, man right? Too, you don't have to that's when you're that big. I, I'm still hung up on that play, that pass from him to uh, Stefan Diggs, the first touchdown oh, of the Jets. For the game. Jets, yep. Where mm-hmm. he like shook off four different people. It wasn't even <laughs> about that. shaking off. It was just pure. It was skill <clears throat> and just Brute. tank. He was Brute just force. no. He uh, was stiff arming. I'm going. He mm-hmm. leaned into the hit <laughs> like a running back and right. still threw the ball side armed. To Stephon now, Diggs. I was like, oh my gosh. Now in the yeah. highlight, do they zoom in the way they did during the challenge? Yep. Okay, because I didn't think he was in. <laughs> the, uh, the catch. Yeah. So this is what I watched it over and over His again. His foot comes me. up like yeah, before, as I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. So they gave it to him off the strength of him dragging his foot right. as the ball came in. But you are absolutely correct. As he Makes it was not in his hands. controls that. the ball. He <laughs> picks comes his up. foot up. Right. But I feel like he had to give it to him, though. Well, uh-huh. and that was the thing, is they ruled it incomplete at first. Initially. And then changed it on the field. See, that's what And then the challenge, through. and then the challenge didn't have enough evidence to overturn the reversed ruling <laughs> on the field. So the there was some shenanigans in that shit. It had to have been because everybody wasn't at the angle to be able to see that. That's only one man's call. Well, and I hate to break this, but that female sideline judge was overruled two or three times <laughs> in that game. On that, and I think line? she's. I think she's the one that made that call the first time, and I think she got overridden by either the back judge or the uh, umpire. That makes sense. But. She also gave the Jets some rookie his first NFL reception, and it was clearly not a reception. <laughs> so, I'm trying to remember if I, I I know that play. I don't remember that because I do remember seeing a, a it was a sideline play, uh-huh. and he yep. was up in the air like came right. down. And he at the came down, line. and his elbows hit the sideline yeah. before his body did. I think. I and then the Jets ran a play within like the next three seconds. And yeah, I think I know what you're no talking time about. For a challenge, but it is what it is. Bills handled the Jets like they were supposed I mean, to. Exactly. So they it, made it interesting for three quarters, and then decided to wake the fuck up. Dude, the defense, so the defense alone is why I'm confident in the Bills going into the playoffs. The defense has fucking come alive in the last four weeks. They had 10 fucking sacks. Right. They, well, the they, they, sacked, nine, they sacked them nine, nine? times. Uh-huh. All right. I thought they got it to 10 at the end. All right. But it, they it were nine sacks. right around there. Right. But they, no, I, it was enough for me to write it down. And the problem is, is that. I mean, honestly, the Bills go as Josh Allen goes, and Josh Allen has not played well the last three or four weeks outside of, like, making good decisions to run the ball. He has oh, thrown, like, see, two or three picks a game. I should have I should have sent it to you. I should have sent it to you. So there's a video on YouTube, and it's just a little clip, probably, like, 20 seconds long, and it's a Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen mic'd up in uh, the game. And Stefan keeps saying... You're doing good, baby, but play smart. Play smart. Just play smarter. And he says, uh, he says, uh, listen, 
play smart or I'll beat your I'll beat your ass. And, and Josh Allen turns around, he says, I'll beat the fuck out of you. He said, That's what I like, baby. I need that the rest of the game. Josh <laughs> Allen told Stefan Diggs that. Stefan Diggs was like, play smart or I'll beat your ass. And he turned around oh. like, I'll beat the fuck out of you. Oh shit. And then he patted him like, that's exactly what I need for the rest of the game. That's, that's boys. I mean, that's, it shows you they're boys. Oh, like, after the game, you, they, oh, was, they, they are. was like, I love you, bro. I love you, like hugging up. Oh, they, they they play, they uh, they talked about how they played video, like when they first, when he, I guess when Stefan first came to Buffalo, uh, they like would play video games together and like just really be. Right. Yeah, no. They have an on and off the field relationship, which is nice. And that's how I want the person that I'm going to war with to be with me. Like, don't, like, this isn't all fucking roses. Even if you want to, you know, get in my ass and tell me I'm fucking up, do so. Well, and that's that's kind of the thing with Josh Allen in general. Like, yes, he makes mistakes and he makes some bad fucking decisions in terms of letting that ball go sometimes. But you know what? The fact that he puts that he puts his fucking body on the line every chance right, that he has, right. his team fucking loves him. And yeah. they rally around him, and the city is rallied around him. Let me ask you, let me ask you something. It's a beast. Do yeah. y'all feel like that Josh Allen is a younger – well, let me let me just say this. Let's say Josh Allen, his current stage and his age, when Roethlisberger was at that age, do you that. think Josh Allen is similar but better, what is what I'm saying, than Roethlisberger was at this point? Like, but similar I mean, as far as size and stuff. I mean, Rothenberg was a shit at first. I think that's uh, he was. Rothenberg was Josh. Uh, Josh is he's he's pretty solid, but he ain't, he ain't no Ben. He's not. So yeah, he's, 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 he's a little bit more solider, I think. And on that point, like Ben was never. Ben was a tough son of a bitch, and he but he was never going to run the ball. He was going to hang in the pocket. That's true. And, like, he did a few times. Defensive. In, his right, defensive yeah. it, and the game went real slow, too. It went in slow motion. Defe- though, right. But remember, defensive ends couldn't break bring him down. Like, Big Ben was breaking oh. one or two tackles a lot. Like, no, okay, completely agree, but he wasn't turning that into a 30 or 40-yard run. He might scamper no, for a first down. But, but he's not turning that into a 30-yard run the way Josh Allen does at least twice. Yeah, lower his shoulder, lower his shoulder. Josh boom, Allen hit the, is hit – Hit the man. His style, honestly – Honestly, Josh Allen's style, the guy he reminds me of is Favre. Now, Favre, Favre wasn't big on, like, tucking the ball and running either, but the way, like, just the the improvisation that he does is very Favre-esque in terms and of, like, how like far all right, no. Did you, did you see the play on the sideline where Josh has the first down? And pitched it back to the tight end. Like, it out of bounds and then pitched it back to Dawson yep. Knox. I said was, that. like, a yard behind the first yep. down. But was able to get the first down and then get out of that's bounds. That's a high key like, play. That that kind of shit. Right. That's what I'm talking about about being able to improv. And he did that shit earlier in the game too, where he started to run and then he dumped it back to Knox and it ended up being I think it was an incomplete. But same like heads up like though that though the chemistry on that team is fucking incredible. And do you I know. think that they are best talent wise in the NFL? No, I don't especially not on offense. I think they still leave a lot to be desired on offense, but they are fucking fun to watch. And honestly, that's been the bills the last three or four weeks. They are out there clowning. And they I'm are. curious to see if they, they if they change that mentality or if they stay that loose when we hit the playoffs. Nah, you gotta change be that you. loose. Stephon Diggs it. is like, I even acknowledge it. Like he's on another level. Like he's locked in right now. Like he's doing what he wants out he there is. on that field. Absolutely. Like he's taking extra steps. Just to see if he can get more yards before he... 
And I'm well, like, and on oh top my of that, gosh. did you see? Did I'm you see impressed. they tried? They, they tried like the reverse pass with Diggs, and Diggs or and Diggs was just like, eh, and he was just laughing about it after the play because it was clearly not going to work. And I think he ended up getting it out of bounds, getting that, rid of it. Right, but just right. him laughing at Josh on the way back, like, man, right, you we weren't fucking it. open. Right, right. <laughs> Like you just thought they'd run that play in practice, and Josh was always wide open. Right, you knew and, it. And Diggs was like, "Told you you wouldn't fucking be open." Right. <laughs> he like, I got moves now, too, motherfucker. He does have I, moves though. He does. I he will does. give that. He, that big motherfucker got moves, dude. And, and I will. I will retract some of my early season and, criticism of and and, and 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 fuck the bill. Right, I was Look. waiting okay. on you to do that. Okay. I was okay. waiting and, on you well, to do I mean, that too. Why are we? Why are we opening I, up? I hear fuck you, Mark, over there. You shut the fuck up. But I was waiting bird. on you to do that because I was about to say your boy Singletary has been carrying a load. Yes, too. the last yeah. three or four weeks he has come on. He looks yeah. good. Moss, Moss is kind of faded to the background, but that's a good sign. But I think. I think it's actually a good thing because I think what will happen is Singletary will carry Ooh. it early in the playoffs. Moss right. will carry it late. You're right. And I, I think they have confidence in both of them to do it. And, and I, I was watching um, – I think I watched most of that game too, but um, I was watching the game and I noticed that even in Zach Moss's um, – all his stops were situational, right? Like it was like a, a bad – like it wasn't a bad screen, but it was a screen where he couldn't get much out of that anyway. You were just no. dumping it off, or it was a handoff where they were already blitzing that hole. Yep. He didn't have much to do, and he was still making effort to he get still got yard right. Like, so that does a good job of falling for. So he's going to get an opening eventually, where it's like now I got my track, my feet are back under me. I feel yep. it now. I think and it's a fact, good sign. And the fact that you have. Um, Beasley is back and healthy. He's been quiet for a couple weeks. You've got Dawson Knox, who, while he was part of a couple big plays, been quiet for a couple of weeks. Like, they've focused in on digs, which early in the season they didn't do well. Now that, like, after this game and the previous week where Diggs was targeted some insane amount of times, including, and then who was the other? I'm, fuck, I'm forgetting the, uh, the guy who came in for Beasley and fucking torched it had like 20 fucking receptions the week Beasley was out and I'm blanking on his name another wide receiver but they've got those four plus um Manuel Sanders like yeah. they the amount of talent they have on the field at receiver you can't cover everybody and that was the problem remember last year coming out of the Chiefs game what did I say I said we didn't have enough we had Diggs and we had Beasley and we had nobody else we could target that is not the case anymore, which right. is why I think the Bills are a dangerous playoff team right now because I don't think you can cover all of their weapons on offense. And you got a gunslinger quarterback. And you got a gunslinger quarterback. A gunslinger quarterback who's not afraid to fucking tuck it and run for 30. Man, the crazy, it's not even about that, right? It's not about, and I'm about to hop, we about to hop off the Bills here in a second. Yeah, get the hell off those weak but, ass it's not even about being able to tuck it and run. It's really the impress the impressive thing to me about it is the the confidence of knowing he's big enough and strong enough to stand anyone up. Like he's he'll not- literally stand the blitzer up to hold off extra time to get the ball out of his hand. When well, I saw that- him lean into the hit like a running back. 
and still use the momentum to get the ball. I said, oh, this man is a problem. Well, and the thing is, too, is that when he does decide to tuck it and run, he's not thinking first down ever. Right. He is thinking, I am going all the fucking way. Right. I'm going to take the hit to get the extra right. yards, too. And it's it, like, I remember being back in high school, like, there were certain running backs at certain schools, and it was like, damn, I really don't want to have to take you one-on-one. Right. <laughs> It's amazing to see a quarterback that people look at like, I don't want to have to take this man one-on-one. Right, right. I'll take Josh Allen against any fucking DB in the league. I think I, I may as well. I may. There might be you a say, well, there's you, you one, there's any, one, hold there's on, one that hold I will on. not time take out, him against. Time it, out, it, time it, out. That's on my squad. Time out, time out. Not taking but him against like, Jonathan Abrams. That man comes down the line like a bullet. That's why he has so much issues in coverage because when he sees the person <laughs> the running, run. <laughs> that was how I was too, over committing shit sometimes. He's coming like a bullet at you. Who's so that? Jonathan John- Abrams. Yeah, he's out right now though with that right. shoulder injury. He's going to be out okay. for a while. I think he's out through uh, some of next season too. Mm. There's not many. Mike, I'll give you that. They could take take on Josh Allen yeah. as far as tackling. But and that's I think just there's me being biased, but I, I don't see oh, a lot I, of, I don't see a lot of safeties or deep well, that's, coming that's out the other, hits like that anymore. That's no. the other side of this. The only one I wouldn't want to see him go toe to toe with is Micah Hyde. So <laughs> Micah Hyde's pretty tough. Hey, I was thinking but the honey they badger. They don't come out. They don't come out though. I, I honey badger is another one like I say Jonathan Abrams where. <clears throat> It's just his Boy. commitment to the right. hit, but I don't think that they're they're just big enough to be going at him every every play. No, right. Neither one of them are big enough to be taking Josh down every play. But given the circumstance, both of them will make a good stick on him. I believe. The other the other me eating a little bit of humble pie. Greg mm-hmm. Rousseau is the truth. That kid has a bright future in the NFL at defensive end. As what? I don't. The defensive end that the Bills drafted first okay. round. Yeah, I don't year. know if I'm, I've tracked him enough. So, so like he's already, he has already had like a tip ball interception to himself. <laughs> that was probably midseason. And I think he had either one or two in the game against the Jets. And if he didn't have two. There were so many tips, he, rushes, and yeah. it was he's mayhem. Long, man. And you know what? Bad. With that being said, though, just to run, because when you look at Zach Wilson's stats of that game, he was 35% completion, 87 yards, one touchdown, 66 QBR. He had a handful of rushing yards, too. He did. But um, watching it, I, I wasn't as upset with him in that game. Yeah. Because that was a pure experience game for him. There was no way he could get out of a lot of those situations. It was just no. about make the right call. And as many interceptions as he threw early in the season, he was making good calls even in those situations. He was he was being smart about the situations. And I will say that the Bills defense was playing like the Bills offense in terms of they were out there just having fun. Like somebody unchained the playbook on the defensive side because I've been screaming for us to fucking go after people on third down. Punts and block and everything. Until- <laughs> like they were doing, it was, it was, yeah. You can tell they're geared up for the postseason. Yeah, and I like the fact. I actually end up liking the fact that they didn't beat the Patriots both times. 
because it's hard to beat a team three times in a single season. Right, right. But I told you that when we talked about it, I said I think the yeah. Patriots is going to win the first one, and then I think the Bills got it from there. But yeah, that's a good. I mean, that's a good. That's a good old matchup right there. It will be, and it'll be in Buffalo, and maybe they can redeem themselves in front of the home crowd. Man, I'm sure they will, though, too. We'll see. What All right. Happens. I'm sorry for monopolizing the time with the Bills. Nah. I haven't been on in a couple of weeks. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. My, my, my stomach's hurting, but it's all good. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> there ain't no one. I'm just kidding, bro. I mean, you can I'm, tell I'm, I'm a fan, right? I already know. Yeah, I, can, I, can, hey. I can hear it in your voice, the excitement, you know? Hey. You know what? I, I I knew it was real whenever I seen that picture on Facebook, Mike, of you and Cliff and some homies back in the day with the gold chain and the Bills jersey on. <laughs> oh yeah, he oh, never. Okay. Yeah, all right, never, all right. Never stayed. And it had his name on the back too. <laughs> it did too. Right. I still got that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll wear it when we get to the Super Bowl. That motherfucker, <laughs> a sociopathic hey, uh, Bills fan. With the, uh, hey, Mike, you got to bring the gold chain. If he goes to the Super Bowl, you got to bring the gold chain back. Retake the picture. We will uh, We'll have a talk during the playoff brackets. I will tell you about the prophecy in the Bills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? It, beyond that, beyond even hearing that, they are my front runner right now for the whole thing. Bills? Yeah, they are my. They're definitely my front runner for the entire thing this year. All hangs on Josh Allen. How well does he play? I don't think that's a bad gamble, though. No. I don't think that's a bad gamble, especially looking at the path, too. I think that they've got one of the better, like, looking at the brackets overall, if you're not going to take a one seed going all the way. You got a nice spot. Yeah, the Bills have a good path. Right. So they are definitely my front runner in that one. But, I mean, we won't jump straight into that because what I do, um, well, let me see, hold up. We're going to talk about the fact that the Browns backups beat the Bengals backups. I was just about to, uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about that and I kind of wanted Britt on the uh, pod. Oh, we can wait then. It, no, she ain't, oh, I don't no. think she checked you, in. You, she won't be on till next season at this point. Well, she team. still got a team in the in the playoffs at the moment. No, I saw her. I saw her at the moment. Yes, yes. We're not. No we're not doing that jump. We're not doing that jump ship. Well, as, she uh, she still can't. got a squad. Well, my squad could potentially beat your squad. Your both your Cause, squads. Because <laughs> then, because then, look at that point. Then any of us, if, our, if any of our teams lose in the playoffs, then any of us supposedly could hop on the next team and say, "Yeah, that's my team." Nah, no, I ain't like that, right. bro. You got to ride or die with your team. She she went Ohio for Ohio, man. You know what I mean? I, I ain't mad that's at that fair. either. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, I guess I guess that's all right. But um. But I was surprised to tune in last week and see her with, was it a Bengals hat it on? It wasn't a Bengals hat. It wasn't a Bengals, but it looked like I know, right. I know. I, I did listen to the explanation. It was some Ralph Morris. Very. But, yeah, no, I heard a lot of bullshit. They was talking about uh, Case Keenum in that game, and his stats wasn't awful. Nor did I think he played awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is, is they have enough weapons that – I mean, as long as you can continue to hand it off to Chubb, like. Yeah, I mean, between like the, the, the backfield, yeah, <laughs> right. the backfield, yeah, the, the wide receiving core is decent. 
Like, I don't, I don't know if, like, I know we talk about it and I am kind of starting to lean a little bit with Brit. Like, oh, like the Jarvis Landry of now isn't the Jarvis Landry of LSU. Yeah. Right. By any means. Like, yeah, if you can get it into his bubble, he's going to snatch that bitch. I do like his hands for sure. But mm-hmm. he's not a crazy impact player. Like, like in, it's been proven because now you see Donovan Peoples-Jones out there being the guy that's making the big plays now because it's like, well, well we got you as Jarvis Landry. And you're not being not, Jarvis Landry. not doing that. Right. So <laughs> at this point, it's like, do you move people's Jones all the way up there to that spot and look to get him some help and drop him to the three man? Because you can't do it with them one and two at the moment. Unless Baker comes back on his shit, like on his shit. Yeah. Where's that ain't going to be in this league. We already talked about that. And once you lose control of the locker room, I don't see how you yeah. come back. Whether I mean, that's top notch or not. Going back to the earlier conversation about the Raiders, I mean, Cleveland's big issues are bigger than the coach and the staff and the roster. Oh, Les in the chat was good. Mm-hmm. G. What's up, Les? What's up, Les? Going on. Working, making that money, I hope. Um, but yeah, the nah. Big- Case Keenum, uh, he finished that seventy point eight percent completion, one seventy six on the yards, two touchdowns, one interception, one oh two QBR. Um, Brandon Allen, fifty seven point or fifty one point seven completion, one hundred thirty six yards, one touchdown, no interception, seventy six point two QBR. I just feel like, Mike, you are correct though. They do have enough weapons that a decent quarterback can make it work. Well, but again, this comes back to the same conversation about the Raiders. Like it, it starts at the top. It's that organization, right? And I don't want to, and I don't want to put everything on Baker, right? Yeah, no, I don't want to. He's he's fighting through injuries. He's not a hundred percent. He's got commercials to do, right? Right, right. right. You know, you know, if it if it don't correlate to on field and commercials, you ain't got nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he just hasn't played good ball. I mean, I, I don't think it's being hard on him. I mean, he hasn't played good ball, and I think but you know, I guess it comes down to at what point do you separate what's being told from the truth? Because at some point, I ask myself, how hurt are you? Right. Because you are still Baker Mayfield. You can still be like, nah, I'm not risking it. I'm out. Right. And for you to continue playing, even though you know you're hurt and you're not looking any better, that just doesn't make sense to me. Right? Like, if I know I'm hurt and, and give me three games, three games will honestly be too much for my pride. If I go in the first game and I'm like, damn, I'm limited, but I'm still effective, I'll go in the second game. And if I'm like, damn, I'm limited and I had a worse game, no way am I going into okay, the third the game. The third game. Okay, Cliff. Then I would go, I would go ahead and apologize right now to Antonio Brown <laughs> for, you know, sending him to the showers and not knowing that I he had an injury going on. No, I did. Oh, okay. I, I, I did. I, I, I was throwing it out there that oh, you know okay. that I, he was hurt. 
he was hurt and I still wanted him to play and you know well, that was doing the jumping jacks had that information though yeah but here's here's my issue with that situation because I've seen that shit at the high school level yeah it's not fucking acceptable like you are right. part of a team and that was a that was very much like a look at me kind of situation and I can't stand right. that shit. well right. wait well like, wait well, wait, I understand what you're saying completely, right? But we had this talk when you weren't on either, and I gotcha. don't know that you Fair. heard it. So my whole thing is the lies, right? You said you didn't know anything about the injury. He never checked in with the trainer. All this bullshit. Then he leaks the messages showing you. That, you that sending him the message saying, we're not going soft on this next week. Be ready. And he shows you the picture of him in the training room. As we speak, like I'm trying, I'm trying to get right. I don't know how I'm gonna be. That was number one where I was like, well, hold up. That doesn't quite make sense to me. Why would you say you yeah. didn't know? And you knew, you clearly knew on top of him not being in practice. And then you tell him mid game, if you don't get in, get the fuck out. Now me as Antonio Brown, just thinking about the history of myself in the sport, thinking about how good I am and watching Chad, Ocho Cinco, Terrell Owens, and all them struggle to try to get in the Hall of Fame. You think they're going to give a motherfucker like me that opportunity? Nah. So I'm going right. to use this right now to give y'all my exit, the fuck up out of here, the way I see fit. Because if that's the last time I'm ever going to be on the field, and I'm not saying it is, I thought it could be, but I think somebody could potentially pick him back up. Yeah. yeah. But, well, he'll find a home. But if that was my last time to be on the field for sure you can believe Clifford Jordan Jennings is acting the ass <laughs> regardless of how I feel about the team you can guarantee oh y'all fucking me like this okay he got naked to prove it dead jumping jacks leaving Listen, you know what I mean I'm not, mad at yeah. I'm not mad at him in this situation the only thing is I feel like this was a boy who cried wolf situation you used all of your your bailouts you political cash, yeah. Right. Now you have none left. So even though you may not be in the wrong in this situation, you still fucked up because you have no more outs. You don't have any more get out of jail free cards, bruh. Mm -hmm. So it looks bad on you. <clears throat> but as far as uh like as bad as people are trying to make it out, I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. I think I think a lot of people knew whether we're talking about the vaccination card or whatever the case may be. I think a lot more people knew about what was going on than led to believe. Yeah, he doesn't pull that off by himself. Okay, uh, not to switch up, switch up. No, it's about time. Uh, I was uh, I was just reading a thing that uh, about um, Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. Cleveland's planning on moving forward with him as their quarterback mm -hmm. for the future. Yeah, I heard that. Wow. I mean, but they have, yeah. but they have to right now, right? Right. Like they don't want to introduce quarterback controversy before there's a controversy, right? Right. Because right. it ain't going to be Keenum. Like, yes, he, he did fine. What's he? But, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, yes, he did fine, but they're going to keep their operating. Yeah, he's not the guy. They're going to keep their negotiating leverage available in terms of well, we've got him, so we don't really need you, you know, but. You know, if you're looking for somewhere to play, maybe like that's all negotiation bullshit. Mm -hmm. But I think what then comes from that is 
are you willing to waive a season? Right. Because then the next question is when Baker does come back next season and he is quote unquote healthy and he has that same season at that point, you've sacrificed progress that you could have made away from that situation. Fair. So it's really a toss up, right? Because Baker looked, Baker looked decent in his first few years, but I don't know that he looked ever. Let's give him the keys to the team. I just never thought Baker Manziel was the the <laughs> one. I never, I, I never did. You know what I mean? I, I never have. I just. He just, I don't know. I, I did like, like him in college. I, I liked like him in Oklahoma. College. I didn't care for him too much. I did. I liked him in Oklahoma, and I liked his, I liked his, his. He had a little spark to him, right. you know what I mean? I liked his cojones, yeah. for lack of a yeah. better word. When I saw him <laughs> plant his flag in Ohio State's thing, my jaw dropped. <laughs> my jaw <laughs> dropped. But that's why he's been cursed by the Ohio gods. Listen, my jaw dropped because let's be honest, over the history of seeing Ohio State, we've rioted for a lot less than that. Mm-hmm. And when I saw yeah. him plant that flag, I said, that took some cojones right there. Yeah. So Baker's in what? His fourth year? I thought it was fifth. Fourth or he'll be going into his fifth. Yeah. I think. Maybe yeah. or fifth going into his sixth. He's in that. No, it would be fourth, right? Because this is his year to determine 18, the 19, 20, 2021. So this will be his fifth coming up. Right. Yeah. So 22, the start of the 22 season will be his fifth. Right. Season. Kind of the kind of the timing for quarterbacks to flame out. Like you've either made it and established yourself by that point or you haven't. Right. Do the yeah. Browns do the Browns risk introducing a quarterback controversy with a draft pick? I don't give a fuck at this point if I'm the Browns. Get the well, quarterback. Yeah. Get the quarterback just in case. At least we have a contingency plan here if Baker doesn't work out. But well, and Baker's injury prone anyway, so right. you get him experience. Exactly. In the exactly. That's what I was say. Right. Because uh, Case That might be the did. play. That might be the play. It would have to be, in my opinion. Now, I don't know that you go first round with a quarterback pick there, but maybe if you think you can get somebody decent second or third round. Well, see, here's the thing about that, though, is... Shitting quarterbacks, too. Oh, no, I know. The Bills Bills and the Browns have the same fucking jersey that goes on for 30 (laughs) games or whatever over the last 20 years, so... Well, my concern with that is that we're pretty light in the elite quarterback status in this year's draft. draft. So if you were going to wait into the second half, or I'm sorry, the second round, I would imagine the only way you would get something beneficial is if you scouted this player for a while. And if you expected Baker to be your guy, you weren't scouting anybody well enough throughout. you You find a diamond in the rough like Josh Allen, somebody that people say can't do it and draft like a third round pick out of Wyoming. Right, right. <laughs> you think that, they, I mean, let, I'm not going to say that because I know that this is a professional organization and they have people that are designated to look at talent yeah. even when they don't need it. But do you think that Cleveland has been that in depth into the college season to know we can do something with this person? I don't know that I give Cleveland that, 
I don't know that they're that responsible when it comes to thinking ahead. No, in my opinion. Not. Yeah, they're not. So I don't, I don't, I mean, it, it sounds great. Like, especially from your perspective as a coach, that would be your move and that would be my move as well. But the question is who makes it? Who, who makes that call? Who are you going to allow to pick that lower round quarterback? Because otherwise you just wasted a pick. Yeah. You know, it's still a, it's still a big deal because even if that's a third round pick, that could have been a a, a a linebacker, a defensive man, you know, a, a lineman, somebody that was hungry that'll step up. Speaking of AB, that's a sixth round pick we talking about. Mm-hmm. That's a sixth round pick. Yeah. That we're talking about. But the question is scouting. You gotta you gotta know that there there's something to get somebody that low in the draft. And I don't know that Cleveland's ever had a good track record scouting draft picks. No, Cleveland's draft record. Yeah, Cleveland's draft record is about as abysmal as Buffalo's. The Raiders, too. (laughs) I put the Raiders in there as well. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. But we'll move on. Um, I did think Case Keenum did a lot better than the people on ESPN and all them tried to make him out to be. I also, but I also was the guy who thought Jordan Love did a lot better against the Chiefs than everybody else made it out to be. You know what I mean? Like as a guy that didn't that hadn't been in the position at all, and you throw him to uh, ex Super Bowl champion. Y'all can't play him like he's just trash. Right. He ain't took no snaps. And then you just put him there. Stop playing him like he was awful. He wasn't. Nor was Case Keenum. That shit got on my nerves just listening to him talk bad about him. And I don't even like Case Keenum. But I'm like, damn, like, (laughs) where my nigga live? (laughs) Right. Why are you going at him so hard? He got the win. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> Browns got the win 21-16. So for it everybody did. that all my shower heads that I didn't, you know. But um other also, than that, yeah. Also key got? upset. The Dolphins beat the Patriots. Yeah. Come on now. <laughs> I like the Dolphins, man. I'm you know I'm just I, mad about Brian Flores. I saw that. I, you know what? Did we, yeah, that was some I BS. I saw that coming yeah, and that, I looked that made back my stomach at, hurt. I look back at our pick and I I couldn't believe it when I said I put Pat's three. Yeah. I was just thinking to myself, like I saw a potential for the, the Dolphins to take that and that just bothered me when I saw it too. Cause I, I at first I got excited, like you got that, and then I was thinking like, did you? And I looked at that paper <laughs> and saw Pat's three and I was like, damn you a fool, man. <laughs> Fuck that up. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't think that, I don't think that the Patriots aren't what we think they are. But at the same time, I don't think that they are, if that makes sense. It doesn't right? make any fucking sense. It does to me, right? And that's what's, yeah. that's what's so crazy about it, is that in my head, it makes perfect sense. But I can understand how nobody else can follow. What I'm getting at is, yes, I think Bill Belichick is going to go down as the best quarterback in NFL history. 
the best coach. Uh, coach. Yeah, coach. coach. Yeah, he will. Follow he me because I've been drinking. But that's um, okay. Coach, <laughs> yes, coach. But um, I also feel like he's not only is he a good coach, he's a great, and this analogy is going to be off. He's a pocket knife, in my opinion. Like, he's like MacGyver. He doesn't need much to make something happen. You can turn nothing into something. Exactly, exactly. So when I see somebody like Mac Jones come into that organization, it's like you have all the intangibles that he needs to make you what he needs to make you. So whether you're a rookie or not, in that situation, you just got blessed. You just got blessed in one of the best situations by coming into a Belichick and having the certain intangibles that you had from learning in Alabama. Perfect yeah, no situation. doubt. Perfect. And and I think we all agreed on that during during the draft special was that Mac Jones is a perfect fit for the Patriots. Right. He's a perfect fit for Bill, Bill Belichick. The question is, how much does Bill have left? Like, I, I mean, dude, dude, dude could probably live comfortably for the rest of his life. Like, what does he still want to prove other than to prove that it wasn't Brady, it was him? Oh, like, does, he get, does he get Mac to a title and then he's like, all right, I'm done? I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think, think so. I think, Bill is <laughs> I think Bill's a lion. I think Bill wants all the food he could eat. So if he starts winning yeah. with Mac, he's like, I'm gonna show y'all motherfuckers. How right. much I can win with Mac? Does he? Does yeah. he basically? He won't leave until he turns Mac into the next Tom Brady. I bet. I can't deal with that shit. No, nope. he just no. He just it. pissed <laughs> off. He just pissed off Mike that they left with Cleveland in the middle of the night. He's still pissed off from that ever since that happened, Mike. He is. <laughs> he's been on one in the NFL for real. That's true. That's true. All right. Wow. How many divisional titles that man got? I don't can you want imagine, to talk about it. Can you imagine Stop his trophy it. room? Check? Yeah, I mean. His trophy yeah, room? That motherfucker has an yeah. expansion of his house. Uh, he has a guest house that's his uh, trophy room. Yeah, yeah. He's just so fucking weird, though. That's I, mean, I like him. Got, I like him now. He's got to be just, the winningest. Like, he's got to have more Super Bowl but, but, but than to any feel, coach, right? Then who? Super Bowl. He's got to have more Super Bowl yeah, titles yeah, you than have any to, coach, right? right? Yeah, for sure you have to. Because I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to. Yeah, he's got to. Now, you know, yes. Because he's done been to what? He's done been to seven Super Bowls. The next would be what? Lombardi? It would have to be Lombardi. Yeah. And you'd have to go that far back. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's you got to get these. That's why I feel like, yeah, no, he's going he's gonna to keep eating. And he's not old-old. Like, he is old. Don't get me wrong. Right. But he's He ain't old like a Pete Carroll. That, okay. Stay out of my head. I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah, he was right it was wide he, open. Yeah, that's it. Listen. <laughs> Massive style. Listen, he, he said uh, it. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I think he still got time left. I still got. I think he got time left, and I think that he's in the perfect situation right now, especially because if you re- if you remember after the whole situation went down, where the Bucks got that victory and everybody started talking bad on Belichick, he said, "Okay, 
I've been, I'm not going to say, I'm not, no ignorant shit, right? But he, he said, I've been frugal with my spending with the Patriots thus far. Let me show you how this bank account rose over here in New England. <laughs> it emptied the entire bank on players that weren't the, you know, the top tier, but they were the perfect fit. Yep. Which is a plus, right? Because now that you've emptied the bank, and we all know Belichick didn't empty that motherfucker to the max. He just gave enough. Mm-hmm. We have the opportunity to build back up year by year without having to worry about who we're getting next because we already solidified those contracts. Yep. We have all the pieces we need right here for the next three to four years. That just means we get all our money back in the meantime. Yep, It's a genius move. No, and honestly, you know, as a Bills fan, it terrifies me. It's a genius but, move. But that's that's the exact antithesis of the Raiders and Browns organizations is the Patriots organization. Right. And why is that? Because Belichick runs that fucking show. He is, he is the head coach, general manager. Way to ever. bring it back around. That was a way to bring it back around. He is. That motherfucker turned that bitch back. He might get the Doc Connector Award on this episode, boy. Because that was that was that makes perfect sense. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we'll use that to. Okay, no, not quite yet. We won't use that to roll into the brackets. What I'll say is the last thing I did want to touch on, and I feel like I have to just because they're related in the playoff, um, is that Steelers-Ravens win. Mm. Now, I feel like that Steelers-Ravens win was the exact, it was the exact same game as the Jets-Bills. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Like, from a yeah. standpoint of you had, well, I don't want to say Zach Wilson's a backup or nothing like that, but you had a quarterback who hasn't been in that position before on the ropes the entire game. Tyler Huntley is mobile, and he still couldn't get away from the Steelers. Listen, J.J. Watt. <laughs> was on his fucking ass. <laughs> and I thought about it. I think we, we had a conversation TJ. about the... uh talking about T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, right. God right. damn it. And that's what okay. I'm getting at, right? And I'm glad that actually helps my argument because we had that conversation right back when we were talking about the Pro Bowl and I said something about either J.J. or T.J. And I was like, well, where's Miles Garrett and all that? And I swear on everything, I had to have been thinking JJ. Like when we were yeah, saying that, right? right? Because I know right. I know TJ White is having a historical year as far as sacks and right. all that. Yeah. Right. I had to have been thinking JJ when y'all were saying that for me to combat, like, well, why ain't Miles Garrett in there? <laughs> because TJ, of course, deserves to be in the Pro Bowl for sure. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that it brought it back when I saw that game. I was like, what were you thinking? Like, were you thinking JJ? And I always get him confused, which is which, but. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was on Tyler Huntley's ass the entire the entire night. I think yeah. he sacked him alone like three times. It wow. might have been two, and I know he got a deflection and a uh I think a forced fumble. It was just a great game. But um I just had to bring that up, right? Because first of all, it may be Ben Roethlisberger's last season. So he threw for a 68.2 completion, 244 yards, one touchdown, one interception, 80.1 QBR. Huntley was 56 or 51.6, 141 yards, two interceptions, 37.2. The only thing I can make a comparison to is that, uh, like I said, that Bills Jets, Zach Wilson looked more composed getting beat up. Huntley looked like he was just trying to do anything he could to get out of getting beat up. Stay alive. <laughs> yeah, and this one, it, you just wasn't, you was flailing. You wasn't going to win. Well, you wasn't going to win like that. But it was sloppy both both on both ends as far as QB work goes, even with Ben's 244. But they got in because we won. So, you know, Steelers, all that jazz. So, um... Let's get into the brackets, unless anybody else has anything they want to bring up before so. Uh, when you mentioned uh, T.J. Watt, he actually tied Michael Strahan's sack record for single sacks in the season. He didn't break it? Uh, no, he didn't break it. He ended up tying it. I thought he broke it. No, he tied it. I, I got my information off the of NFL.com. Okay. Yeah, he tied it. So that was pretty impressive. Like you said, he's a... An impressive player. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I honestly just, as soon as I, I was watching it, and it, it's crazy how my mind works because I'm watching the gameplay, and that's the first thing that pops in my mind. I think to myself, like, episode 87, and you just talked about how you said <laughs> that TJ Watt shouldn't be in the motherfucking Pro Bowl because... And I'm like, you are a dumbass. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. Players fuck up, you know? Right, right. But, it's in the name. Right. <laughs> Players fuck up, too. But, uh, yeah, no, I clearly wasn't thinking uh, TJ when we were having that conversation. But um, moving into so, the bracket. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, the only thing that I was going to add is that, you know, seeing in L.A. had shit locked. They were pretty well locked in there. Like seeing LA and Arizona lose heading into the playoffs. I didn't watch the games, so I don't know if they were sitting guys or what, but that was a little surprising for them to kind of stumble into the playoffs like that, especially because those teams were so hot. Right in the beginning. Yeah. The Cardinals were like what, six and oh, seven and oh? Something like that. And I mean they still finished like both those teams still finished with like eleven and twelve wins, but it's, you know what's crazy is it's almost like the Cardinals and the Dolphins had reverse reverse yeah. seasons. Like lost all your games, then went on that long ass streak, like and vice versa. Right. But so I think it'll be just couldn't make it. I mean, generally speaking, I think the NFC is trash outside of two teams. And it's their one and two seed. Um I agree. But I'm curious to see how that ends up playing out. Should be interesting if nothing else. Well, let's get into it. Uh, hey, real quick, real quick, Cliff. 
per uh, NFL.com, I don't know if you and Mike Brown heard, but uh, Michigan's coach, Jim Harbaugh, expected to draw interest from the Raiders. Yeah, that was on yeah, I mean, I saw that a while ago. I mean, Harbaugh, what I saw the well, interest night, from the Raiders a while ago, like a potential, but I didn't know that they reached out. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they're, they're potentially looking at him. No, I was just saying, what do you think? It, I mean, if if a guy like Harbaugh came to Las Vegas, what do y'all think? Bring back the 49ers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm Kaepernick. Yeah, just bring back the 49ers again. You know what I mean? Because he had them all playing. What was you about to yeah, say, Mike? Nah, I mean, Harbaugh's one of those guys that because he has NFL roots, he'll always – there will always be teams interested in him coming back. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think he's proven himself at that level. So, like, I think he could come back. He's kind of like Pete Carroll-esque in the sense I think that, he's better at that level than college, to be honest. No, I don't disagree. So, that's where – it really comes down to what he really wants and how much money they're willing to back up to his house. But is Pete here? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think Harbaugh's style works for. Right. I don't think that if, you, if he's the guy you gave the keys to, he would make the changes. Yeah, no. to... I don't know that. And even, even on top of that, like going back to our, they need somebody, they need a coach general manager hybrid. That ain't Harbaugh. Harbaugh keeps car just to not shake things up and yep. that fucks up us moving forward yep we need a quarterback that's gonna be like not nah, cut 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 i'll keep you yeah that way they're willing to die on their sword this is my yep. sword i'll die on it i don't want your picks i don't want to come in here and do this with who you already got and that's and that's, that's not, not hardball no but like we said in the beginning of the show i don't know that it's anybody because if the yeah. Raiders don't allow it, it's not anybody. Right. And they haven't been known to allow that. So we're in that same boat. All right. So how are we doing this bracket walk? Now, that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out, right? Because I don't have Malcolm's in. Mike, I'm going to need yours, too. I, I just I just uh, got my – I just – that's what I've been doing for the past damn 15 minutes. Okay. And that shit was – that shit was confusing. So I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't got one, Cliff. If I don't have one tonight, I'm cool, right? Uh, Yeah, no. We just need it by Saturday if you want in. Okay. Okay. What's the wager here? That's what we're trying to figure out. We was, I was trying. I was looking up some things. I'm trying to figure out if we need to try this to... systemically or just the honor system. No, 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 no. That's why I wanted you to get it. You know, send it to the I chat. I sent mine, dude. Mine's pretty and everything. I know. Well, mine's in there too. It's just not All as right. pretty. Right out, my man. <laughs> but um, now, I pushed it to my phone for a second. Now you good? We can hear While you. While I'm right now. Yeah, my Mal, we can hear you. Oh shit! My bad. Right. Right. Everything you talked about. This nigga. Fucking Malcolm. There's <laughs> always one. Damn it. But um, now here's my question, right? Before we get into it too deep, is how do you want to do the bracket? Like, are we breaking down first round currently? 
or are we taking it to the end? Well, and that's what's tricky about the NFL playoff bracket, right? Because the second round is determined by the first round. So the the number one seed receives a bye in the first round. Right. They then play the lowest of the remaining seeds after the first round. So, so there's a potential. So let's say you pick the Patriots to upset the Bills. They're playing the Titans the next round. Right. Right. So maybe start it off with that question. Maybe you take the three versus six seed or the two versus seven seed. Maybe we just go through the first round and we'll play it by ear from there. Yeah, that makes the most sense because, yeah, that does that does put it. Uh, it puts a puts a wrench wrench in the gears there. It does because it, it determines. I mean, that that first because it's not a true bracket. Or maybe we're that great that we know based on the picks that the seeds are going to be correct. But I don't I don't really want to go too deep. Right. Because there's still going to be weeks in between the playoffs. Right. We're still going to need shows and that right. kind of stuff. But, I mean, there is there is something to be said for walking through the bracket. So maybe it's just each person goes through their bracket and, you know, makes their case for each game and all the way through, and then you go back. Or okay. everybody everybody does their first round, or we do first round kind of the same way we always do pick them. So do the first round that way, and then each person talks about how the playoffs play out after that. Man, you listen. That that's why we keep you. You know, that's, that's why, why I'm around. <laughs> CEO, chief operating officer. Listen, we'll, we'll listen. <laughs> that's why we need because that's that's the perfect way we'll do it. We'll do uh first round pickums today, and, and then we can um, just talk through the rest. Right. Well, while we're doing that, Malcolm, make sure you uh ain't showing that, and you don't need to be showing. Okay. Because <laughs> we are still on live, you feel what I'm saying? Nobody needs to see address numbers or nothing crazy. All they gonna see is a McDonald's drive-through and a. Uh... We're right. We're about well, what about you walking out of <laughs> the door? Is what I'm saying. Uh, nah, there ain't nothing to see. Ain't but, nothing um, to see. Matter of fact, I know from your notes, uh, toss me up a lob for uh, both mics because I'm about to take a piss. All right, so I let me see. Something. I'll be I right mean, there's back. a couple. There's a couple record-breaking uh, stats. I see Baltimore Ravens tight end Mark Andrews surpassed Derek Mason for the franchise's single-season receptions record at 103. Jamar Chase broke Chad Johnson's franchise mark for receiving yards. That was cool. Uh, let's see. Dak Prescott tossed five touchdowns against my Eagles. He <laughs> broke Tony, Tony Romo's team record. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, other than that, kind of skimming through, Devontae Adams set a franchise record for receiving yards. Single season broke Jordy Nelson's mark. Um, past 1,500 yards receiving. And then, yeah, T.J. Watt, man, he tied for 22 and a half sacks. And uh, what, Tom Brady broke Drew Brees' NFL record for completions in a season at 471. Brady also became the oldest player at 44 in NFL history to pass for 5,000 yards in a season. Jesus. Crazy. <laughs> Why can't That's he just lot. go away? Why can't I know. Brady just go away? Man. He, he is he, father time. 
Can you imagine Brady down broke, season? Uh, Brady broke another record. A couple records, Cliff. Mm. T- uh, touchdowns uh, for his age and passing yards for his age. I mean. Brady, the only NFL quarterback that got stats like an NBA player that came straight out of high school. (laughs) You can't beat. I mean, all I'm saying is Giselle's box must be magical, (laughs) rejuvenating. Even you think, (laughs) or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's the opposite. Yeah, maybe it's like I need to get away from this bitch. I'm studying <laughs> plays. I'm hitting cryos. I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing everything I can to extend the season. Right, so like he already he already said once he hits the playoffs, he sends his wife and kids on vacation, like away from him, so oh, he what? can you know tune in and stay focused. And you think about it, the playoffs that lasts about a month. You got a month to yourself. You got to prepare. Listen, babe, I'm 44 years old. I have to prepare all season round. Stay the fuck out of my face. Okay. Hey, his wife, his wife looks so good. I would not be saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when Man. you got that money, it doesn't really matter. I was about matter. to say, you're also not Tom Brady and can pull whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. want. <laughs> like, yes, she's gorgeous. Guess she what? got bread too. She's also, she's also forty something. I'm sure Brady's. Oh. In the, I'm sure yeah. Brady's under center, like Omaha, Omaha. <laughs> Who the fuck is that bitch in the first row? Goddamn! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Oh shit! All right. No, uh, to the goat. Greats to the goat. Let's get to this. Um, this pickums here. So if we gonna do it that way, then let me do it like this. Okay, first we got we got Chief Steelers. Am I am I can you hear me? I got you. Okay, yeah, I, you. I just you wanted good. to make sure. So we got Chief Steelers first. Um let me Chiefs. do it how we normally do. Okay, Mount got Chiefs. No, I didn't spread? do no spread, Cliff. I didn't do no spread. I just did the pick. Well, that's for now. That's what I mean. I didn't have a spread in mind. We just gonna figure it out. Okay, bad, bad. So, what what do you think the spread could be? Chiefs by seventeen. Okay. Chiefs seventeen. I call the Chiefs by right. 13. Chiefs 13, that sounds right, too. Then Chiefs hey, you got 10. me at 17. You got 10. Right. Yeah, I got you at 17. Mike at 10. OG Mike Brown at 13. I honestly think that is a good call at 13. I can see it being a touchdown and two field goals. Yeah. Because <laughs> the 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 Steelers still have the defense to stop the Chiefs, but I don't think that once Mahomes gets in his bag, you're going to be able to stop him too much. So two of those drives may end up in field goals to get, I can see that 13. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm with you, OG. I'm going, I'm going Chiefs 13. Okay. Okay. And then um, we're just going to do AFC, NFC first round. So do you want to go back and forth or do you want to go straight down the divisions? Let's go straight down the divisions. 
Next, yeah, straight down. Yeah, next game we'll go Bills Patriots. Mike can go first. White Mike can go first. I mean, obviously it's the Bills, and it's the Bills by seventeen. <laughs> right. <laughs> you said seventeen. Seventeen. They decide to show up for the home crowd since they bagged it against them last time. The snow will be falling. There'll be a six inches of snow on the turf. It'll be beautiful. Do you think that'll be how it goes? Yeah. Josh Allen will be snow plowing, motherfucker. But I don't know that. I don't know okay. that that's that much of an advantage against. Oh, it's the really team. not. It's really not um, because we saw the Patriots run game. That being said, I, I think the biggest difference is that the Bills have found their defense right. and they have found their run defense. They have found a rushing attack. I don't think Mac Jones is ready to play in the snow in Buffalo in January. That's, that's because you got to remember the last time they played, Mac Jones threw what? Three passes? Yeah, yeah it was, it was it's pretty weak, but I don't uh, think that they can do I don't think they can run the ball 90% against the Bills this time around. I'm going Bills 8. Fair. The only reason why I say that is because it was still the Jets last week. You know, I hey, think that the yeah. Pats will do a better job keeping close. I just don't know if they'll have enough to pull it off. I want to do Patriots six. But damn, that's what I was about to say. You can't really, you can't really. I'm a man. Belichick. It's going, it's going, it's going to get, it's going to get down with. I think, I think Mac Jones is really going to show and prove this time. He choked out last time against y'all, didn't he, Mike? This most recent game, yeah. yeah. Listen, and again, he only threw three passes against us the, the week before or the time before. So. This playoff football, though. So playoff football is a little different. I think the Bills managed to get after him. I think the, the Patriots try to keep it a little more balanced between pass and run. And I think the Bills sack Mac at least four or five times. Right. Who you got, Mount? Unpause your mic. Yeah, you unpause it. I got the uh, Bills by 10. Bills 10? Okay. Bills 10. All right. Then we got uh, Bengals Raiders. So I think this is my biggest toss-up game. Right. I I think Uh the Raiders have enough on both sides of the ball to handle Cincinnati. Okay. And I think, they, I think they win it by three. I think this is a close game, but I think the Raiders win by three. Okay. Well, that Mixon ran on us last time, huh? Listen. Little Joe Mixon, Nixon, whatever yeah. his name is, he, he ran right. on us last time. He ran on us pretty hard. So, man, you know, you know me, I'm going my Raiders, man, by seven. Fuck that. Fuck all that bullshit. Hey, bro. Let's say, tell the hey, truth. Hey, Let's hey, tell Mike, the truth. Mike over there bubbling about the Bills. I'm, I'm bubbling about the Raiders, too, Listen, bro. Listen, I'm not mad at really? you. But go hey, ahead, Mount. Hey, all things must come to the light. And this weekend, the Raiders will come to the motherfucking light against the Cincinnati Bengals. It is going to be Cincinnati with the win. And Cincinnati, I'm going to say they win by seven. Okay. I'm going to say it's a shootout, but they win by seven. It mm. won't be a shootout. That's a fact. Car King, he ain't got no guns. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, he might got the, the guns, but he ain't got bullets. 
got a knife. The foot, right. Hey, can you? Uh, yeah, hey, I, I agree. Was gonna say, can you round it up? Don't worry about it. I'm going. Don't worry about six. it, bro. I'm going bingo six, and the only reason why I say that is, as much as I would like to see my Raiders win. <laughs> Joe Burrows has thrown for four touchdowns in the past, what, two of his games he's played. And like I said, it took Carr eight weeks to throw for more than one touchdown. If we get into a shootout and you got Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon and all them, we won't be able to survive that. Right. Especially if our, it depends on what defense shows up. And as we discussed this episode, we are down defense and offense, but that's not an excuse. No, because everybody's dealing with it. Right. And I've seen Carr overthrow uh, Zay Jones too many times on the streak. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. You did that to Ruggs. You, you're still doing it to Deshaun Jackson. You're doing it to Zay Jones. At this point, I'm thinking you just can't throw the streak. And we can't have an elite quarterback that can't throw a streak. So I'm giving it to the Bengals in the game. Cliff, I I meant to bring this up to you and Mike Brown all week. Do y'all know who y'all's offensive coordinator is? Because I do. Do y'all know? No, who is it? A guy named Greg Olson. Keyword, a guy. A guy named Greg Olson. No, his the name. His name. No, his name is Greg Olson. He, he's the offensive coordinator for the Las Vegas Raiders. So what's the problem? That's what I just, what's, what's that's what I just said. <laughs> right. That's I mean, I but I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what your he problem. He put is. emphasis on a regular Joe. He's yeah, a regular. Right. Exactly. I mean, you exactly. just you start attacking. You start attacking our. our no, well, no, 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 no. But I'm. But in all seriousness, if if Carr would have at least a a. Uh, formidable offensive coordinator of some type. Let's say a Josh McDaniels, whoever, somebody who's a formidable offensive coordinator. That could be oh, true. I wouldn't oh. say all that. I wouldn't say all I don't that. know. I might, I might, I might, I might. I wouldn't say all that. I wouldn't say all that, bro. He shit. Send him down to Texas then. Send Carr down to Texas where his big brother played at. Or send him yeah, to New York. Dumb. Send him to that New would Giants. Be the, that wouldn't make any sense. Mike. That no, you no, no you said you said he would thrive in in a system. I'm saying sending to New York. No, thrive no. In that system. They ain't no. got nobody. What I, rebuild. what I said, what I said was give him a formidable, let's say, offensive coordinator. For example, at least, okay, because he already. Let's be real. His special teams coordinator is his head coach right now. Okay, is y'all's head coach? Okay. So at least give him an offensive – what I'm saying is at least give him an offensive coordinator. Then what does he do? If he still stinks then, okay, I'll say Carr's trash. Right. But I still – I still can't afford say another year. Yeah. You know what I'm we saying? We can't afford yeah. another year. I don't care if it's the OC. I don't care if it's the QB. I don't care if it's the QC. Get quality control out there. We can't mm-hmm. wait for another fucking year. We can't do it. So let's move right. on. Um, okay. Bucks-Eagles. Bucks, hey, Bucks, but it's a lot closer than y'all think. It's going to be Bucks. I'm saying Bucks by six. A lot closer than y'all think because we lost in the regular hey. season by eight points to the Bucks. I'm saying Bucks 14 over the Eagles. I mean, hey. Okay. Bucks Your 10. coach might want to talk about planting some flowers and shit. Bucks. Fourteen OG. Yeah. Okay. Mike and then Bucks. 15. Bucks by ten. I think 
Malk's right. I think the Eagles' offense delivers more than we're expecting, but Tom Brady's in the playoffs. He's going to pick them off. I fucking hate it. I'm going nine. (laughs) I'm going Bucks nine. And then uh, we got 49 – or I'm sorry, first, Cowboys 49ers. I'm going 49 – no, no, I'm sorry. I'm going Cowboys with the win. And uh, I'm going to say Cowboys win by – Oh, I'm gonna say the three. I'm gonna say that's a close game. Okay. Cowboys three. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys two in this. Um, I might just have to give them the strong seven. No, 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 no. Because I'm pretty sure they're gonna play Jimmy G. And Jimmy G can't make the mistakes with uh, Trayvon Diggs out there. Debo Samuel gonna be out there. Micah Parsons is back from COVID. He'll be back from COVID. Yeah, he's back. He already got cleared. He's back. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem for Jimmy. Um, George Kittle out there too. I'm going Cowboys 17. 17 on him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We Cowboy going. seven. Cowboy seven. What yeah. you got, Coach? Cowboys by six. Cowboy six. Okay. Now, is there anything you would like to uh, identify as to why you see it being that close? Because it's playoffs, and I mean, at, at the end game. of the day. To be to be yeah. fair, like I haven't paid attention to either one of these teams, so okay, okay. just going on like surface level knowledge. Right, right, right. I, I think it ends up being a run or a heavier run game, just because of that's the identity traditionally of both of these teams, and so I think it stays a little bit closer. I think honestly, I think you see more. This is what I would like to have Jersey on the show. Because I honestly think in this situation, I kind of agree with him where he might not agree with this sentiment, but I think you see more explosion out of the 49ers with Trey Lance at quarterback than you do at Garoppolo. Garoppolo, uh, um, uh, the Cowboys can, right, and they can game plan for that. You can't game plan for a Trey Lance. Yeah, but this is the playoffs we're talking about, Cliff. This isn't just right, you right. Know. But that, with that being said, with the playoffs comes chess moves. Like Mike said, Mike would like to see the Bills come out just as loose. The reason why he's concerned they will not be is because now it's the playoffs. These right. are chess moves against chess moves. These aren't fun plays. And when I when I, when you have a Jimmy G at your quarterback and we're making chess moves, let's be honest. There's only a certain amount of moves Jimmy can make. Right. Jimmy is a bishop. Tom Brady is the queen. Aaron Rodgers is the queen, and I don't mean that in no funny way. I mean that as far oh. as the amount of moves they can make on that board. Jimmy is limited. So when you come into a playoff situation, you can game plan a stop against a Jimmy. You can't do that against a Trey. You hope you get a stop against a Trey. 
pin that defensive line's ears back and send them in there and hope you make them nervous to make a bad play. But other than that, there's nothing you can game plan against with him. Yeah. I think that's fair. So I don't I don't know, but I I, I think that the 49ers aren't quite there yet. And I don't think Trey's quite there yet. But I think you give him the opportunity. He's your guy. He's your guy of the future. At least let him get a taste. Unless you really think you got a chance at winning. And if so, do you think that's with Jimmy? Right. I don't know. But we'll move on. Um, Last uh, game, and then we'll do the hit the showers. And this is ironic, because this might be the hardest game of all of them. Rams-Cardinals. That's easy. What you mean hard? What you mean hard? Bro, I Rams got Cardinals by seven. Rams just – Rams – man, I got Cardinals by 14. Rams just pissed the bed last week against the 49ers. They've been pissing the bed a lot this season, truth be told. They've been dropping the they've been dropping the ball a lot of games this season. Honestly, Stafford hasn't Stafford shows his imperfections on why he's not going to win the Super Bowl. I kind of uh, I kind of called that out at the beginning of this season too when I said that that move between Golf and Stafford might not end up being the best for you. You don't guard it. I won't say that it. he doesn't he's have it. I, I'll just say that. I'll just he may not be comfortable yet or where I won't quite write him off yet. Put him in the same boat as Matt Ryan. Like as far as their talented quarterback still, even though they're kind of getting older too, as you know, quarterbacks and his players, but they're just, they're not Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. They're well, not Matt Ryan could have been, should have been. They Austin he could have been. Yards. I lost money on that Whoa. game. He should have been a quarterback, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. It wasn't all on him. Oh. It was on his defense too, but you also didn't score the whole second half of that Super Bowl. So that's on you as well. Well, right, right. But my whole point is I, I like the Rams. Like They look good on paper. Once again, I think we, I think we talked offline, you and I. You know, it's like uh, going to a restaurant. Like it looks good Browns. on the menu. It looks, yeah, it looks good on the menu. It looks good on the menu. But once you order, you like, man, that don't that don't ah, taste right. This ain't what I thought. I wasted my money. Right. <laughs> yep, you exactly. are right. That's how I feel about the Rams. That's how I feel about the Rams. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. My whole thing is with the Rams. My whole thing is the Cardinals have gotten the better of that series throughout the season. And in some cases, handily. But all those visits weren't with, you know, Von Miller and all them as well. And Odell. But both of them know what it takes. Right? Von Miller is a Super Bowl champion. Odell is a Super Bowl champion. So it's like when you have players that know what the big play is about, it's still a plus for me. Right now, the the Cardinals, they don't have many players that have been there. You know, Kyler Murray's been there. Right. But you don't have players that have been in big moment situations like 
you do on the Rams. But I also feel like how Mike said with uh, Josh Allen, it comes down to you. That's the same boat Matt Stafford's in, and I have a lot more faith in Josh Allen than, I <laughs> than Matt, Matt Stafford. Stafford. So, all right. So have we have we started the the spreads here? What did well, I hear? They, uh, cards fourteen by Mount. Cards seven by uh, OG Mike Brown. All right, I'm going Rams by seven, and it has to do with the almighty momentum. Like, yes, both of them I think took L's the last week of the season, but the Rams have a better track record the last four out of five games. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Rams. All comes down to momentum and who's who's feeling good. I was leaning. Yeah, I think I did. I picked the Rams anyway, but yeah. So I know you talked about, or did you give your spread yet? Yeah, definitely picked the Rams. No, not on mine. What'd you say? Rams seven. Rams by seven. That's what I, I think. It gets, I think it's a shootout. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure I didn't switch up any of my picks. No, all my match up. Yeah, I had Rams coming out of this playing the Packers. Well, at the. Yep. Yeah. So, um, the spread, though. Ah, it's going to be tight. I think I'm going to go Rams three. Sounds good. I think I'm going to go Rams three. So that covers off the first round in the pick'em style. Are we going to talk through the rest of the bracket or each one of us get a chance to talk through the rest of the bracket? Yeah, we can definitely do that. All right. Especially because we don't know who all is going to be available throughout the rest of the playoffs, so at least we have input from you on record. So would you (laughs) like to start that off? I mean, I will. It's For me, generally speaking, I've got the higher seed winning. And the only place where that changes is the Titans. Uh, sorry, the only place where that changes is Bills versus Titans in the AFC title. So I think the Titans then handle the Raiders is what that implies. And obviously, I believe the Bills beat the Chiefs. Well, we've done, it, that- we've done it once this season. I also think that our defense is playing better than they were when we played Kansas City the first half of the season. So I think the Bills run the table in the AFC. I do think well, that the Raiders the Bengals Bills... are upset. What's that? The oh, Raiders... true, 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 true. I honestly, the four or five game, I consider a toss up. Like, okay. Okay. There uh, we go. That, that's a fair call out. But I think at the end of the day, you end up with Titans Raiders in the second round and Bills Chiefs in the second round. I think the Bills have a lot to prove after last season against the Chiefs. Um, on top of that, they handled them early in the season, and I think they're playing better football than they were early in the season. I so too. I think that and that's important there. I judge that game off of us playing them as well. Right. Right. So when I see them whoop our ass and then us come back and, you know, give them a game, it's like, well, I still think that the Buffalo has better team than us currently. So. That's a win for Buffalo, in my book at least. That's how I look yeah. at that. 
And then on the NFC side of the bracket, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it comes out to the seeds. Like the one plays the four, so you've got Packers playing the Rams. I right. think the Packers handle the Rams. Right. And then you've got the Bucks versus Cowboys. I cannot go against Tom Brady as much as I want to. But I do believe the Packers meet the Bucks in the NFC Championship in a one-versus-two matchup, and I think Aaron Rodgers edges out Brady. You think? Mm. See, that's what I yeah, hope. I think that's what I up, hope. But that's, that's, I still got the Bucks. It sounds that. good, but yeah, the Bucks. Yeah, Tom's not. If Tom makes it that fair. far, I don't. I don't disagree. But I love. I just love the idea of these two snow-riddled teams going to going to LA and playing in the fucking Super Bowl right. in yeah. warm weather. <laughs> you know what, though? Out of out of all that, and I will say this, right? And Malcolm, I don't know. You should tune in to the last episode of Do Fools Agree? Okay, bet, bet, bet. Just the bet. not even the whole episode. Just the last. It was like the last minutes. five minutes, wasn't right. it? Yeah. You should tune into that. Okay. And what I will say. Even after me saying that, Mike, because I know me and you are probably the only ones that know at the moment. <laughs> if anybody knocks the Bucks off, I think the Eagles do it. Uh, if Tom Brady off before. anybody knocks the Bucks off, I think the Eagles do it. And the only reason why I say that, and I'm not even thinking of on your glory days with Nick Foles. Now, I'm, you see the background? This is recent. See the background? Yeah, I see the background. Did they win that game? I'm going to make sure. Did they no, win we that lost game? by eight. Right. We lost so, by okay. eight. Okay. We were even worse. What I'm saying is we were even worse at that time early in the season Fair. compared to where we potentially could right be. Right. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. No, what I'm more so thinking is that Eagles are a good team this year. Regardless of what division, you are in an awful division, but the Eagles are a good team as a whole, like right. chemistry wise. Right. Hey Cliff, let yeah. me let me do my hit the shower so yeah. I can get out of here. I gotta I gotta go. You know how to give it is. Okay. My my Make hit it the a good one since you No, I mean I'm mad. <laughs> I'm upset. And I like <laughs> to take time out to say Miami Dolphins are like y'all y'all the dumbest organization right now to me <laughs> for getting rid of Brian Flores. That's my boy. I don't care what you say. Come to Las Vegas, my man. Hit the showers, Dolphins. That's okay. why. All right. All right, Michael All right. Brown. All right. Sorry, y'all. I had to let, I had to let that out. But All right. Peace. We got to go. Yeah, All, right. Right. All right, Burgess. Holla back, folks. Yeah, be yeah. safe. Say that must Say that facial hair too. It looks I'm dirty. gonna keep it on there, buddy. I thought you was there. I thought you was Jorge. Look, we're gonna start calling him Jorge. Looking like that, boy. Listen, you a fucking Um before, right before we, we before he said what were we talking about? Oh yeah, because the only reason why I said I feel like the Eagles have the potential of doing it is because as everybody knows, this is the start of the fight. First round of the playoffs, right? This is when everybody gets their rhythm. Hopefully, the idea behind it is that your team is good enough to compete, to catch their flow within the game, to see who's the better man. But with the Eagles being so impressive, eerily impressive throughout the season, this is the chance for you to deliver your big punch 
immediately, you know what I mean, to shock the team into that nervous momentum. And I do think that they have the DBs that could capitalize if they're on their game. I don't see I don't only... see the Packers do or I'm I'm sorry, the Cowboys doing it. And I don't see I could see in some fashion the Rams possibly making it D B wise, like you know what Ramsey and them out there mm-hmm. giving the issue... Brady an issue, but I, I don't see with the path, I don't see that happening. Where I think Brady runs into I would say a brick wall, but it'll be a glacier is green bay in late january right that's tough especially when you're 45 shit that's what i, I was bar- just about i barely like especially like i barely can get out of bed at 35 Man, that, <laughs> cold, cold ass joe, weather. <laughs> that cold joe listen that's one thing about when we play flag football it's, it's in any weather so if it's raining oh. or whatever the case may be we played in the rain in 30-degree weather, and nah. you'd be surprised at how fast your muscles stiffen up just from a quick halftime break. Mm. No doubt. Mm. 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 So at, 40, at 44, I know you <laughs> exaggerate, not yet, but 44, right. that's tough. Right. That's a tough situation, especially when this mm. is full contact football. Right. The only thing, one, Tom doesn't get hit very much because he he's got an O line. Fucking crazy. And then two, my my only comment on the Bucks Eagles is that I just can't see Tom. As much as I would love for Tom Brady to lose to a rookie quarterback in the playoffs, I, it's it's not. You couldn't see it happening, right? But the only but see that's the thing too. Just the same way I said about Trey Lance is you can't you can't game plan for Jalen Hurts. That's fair. You just can't do it. Even if Jalen Hurts gives you a consistent performance this year and makes it back next year, you can guarantee it won't be the same performance. Yeah. He's that versatile. He's an X factor. I agree with that. So it's going to be tough for them regardless of the game. It's going to be tough for Brady in this first round. But I still give it to the Bucks. But I think, like you said, I think it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think, Mark. I will give you that. Right. Yeah, I think we'll put some pressure here and there. But, yeah, other than that, I think, like you said, it comes down to the Packers, Bucks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I honestly think, like, I don't care about the little slogans you trying to push for marketing, like, well, the grass is greener where you water it. It doesn't fucking matter if you don't have weapons. Right, yeah. I don't give a fuck who you right. are. Right. You can be Bruce fucking Lee. Throw your nunchucks right. around. If I got a strap, I'm bussing you. No no pun intended or however that works. <laughs> All right, so what do you got, uh, Malk? Who you got in the, uh, the divisional title games? Um... My shit was confusing as hell. I did mine on my phone. Oh, I didn't say to piece AFC. It all together. AFC, I got Buffalo Bengals. Oh. In the AFC title game? Yep, I got Bengals playing the Titans, and I got them edging the Titans out. Okay. 
I don't hate that. Because the Titans are the only team in the AFC that scares me right now. The Bengals, you see it? I said the Titans are the only team in the AFC oh, that scares okay. me right now. So if the Bengals go and beat the Titans, you I think that. we handle. I right. think we handle. I mean, it's the same thing I talked about last year. Like, I wish the Browns had knocked off Kansas City last year because the Bills would have handled the Browns. Right. And it was not going to happen against Kansas City. Mm-hmm. No, I get uh, that. Championship games. That's a good question. I'm trying to read this. I have the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC. I have the Bills. I have you guys edging the Chiefs out, Mike. So you'll be proud to hear that. So I have you guys <laughs> going to the championship. And then for the NFC, I had the Packers and the Bucks. I got the Bucks winning. I got the Bucks winning that game. So, the so yeah, and I have the Bucks. The Bucks and the yep, Bills mm-hmm. and the Bucks. And Who the you got winning it? The Shit, Tom Tom Brady, he making it that far at 44 years old with that Dude, experience. I cannot tell you. So I forgot to mention this. I have to I have to take a step back. There's a prophecy at work here. Oh right? yeah. There's a oh, prophecy yeah. at work here. That. In my vows to my soon-to-be ex-wife. I ended them, and Cliff was there. He can vouch for this. Yes, I can. Right. I ended it with love and cherish you until the Bills win a Super Bowl or the Jackets win a Stanley Cup. (laughs) Right now, our divorce looks like it'll be final at some point in February. The Bills won't make me a liar. Come on. (laughs) The prophecy must be fulfilled. And I, I, okay. I'm going to talk to my lawyer about whether or not that's a good enough exit clause. That but. is that's crazy, too, because you, you say that as it'll never happen. But then the worst happens and then that happens. I'm sorry, but if all I had I know to that's sacrifice the meaning of a prophecy, but I'm saying like that, if, that really if, is trippy. If all I had to do for the bills to win a Super Bowl was sacrifice my marriage. So good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's deep. That's deep. That's my guy, That's man. That's how big fans we is to hit the showers. That's right. That's hit the deep. motherfucking showers. Wives, uh, uh, ex-fans, all that. Hit the showers. Baby moms, daughters, y'all hit the showers. <laughs> I like that. That's hype. Uh, I get hyped. That, that hype me. Listen, well, that's about it right there. Well, who is our hit the showers? After I gave it to our wives, ex-wives, uh, babe moms, daughters. Well, you still, you, uh, still mine, had son. So. you hit the showers too, little nigga. <laughs> so you ain't hey, excluded. I'm giving mine out to uh, Big Ben, and here's why. Mm-hmm. So I read an article on NFL.com. And it was for today. And it said that Big Ben jokes to the media that the underdog Steelers don't have a chance versus the Chiefs. And he quotes also, let's just go play and have fun. Now, I agree. I'm not saying I disagree with the statement, but I feel like with your last year being the quarterback in Pittsburgh, being the leader that you are, like, I wouldn't say that out loud is what I'm saying. I wouldn't say that to the media. I wouldn't. Because as I look on you and then your team coming into the, like, you know what I mean? No, I agree. I just feel like that was weak. Like, why would you say that? We don't have a chance. He said, 
don't have a chance and then said, let's just go play and have fun. Well, see, now that, that would make me feel like if I was Mike Tomlinson, I would feel like Ben, sit down, Mason, right. come, come get this, come get these reps in. <laughs> right. Because regardless, I don't want anybody in the game that's feeling like that, especially somebody that's in the game one year too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Oh, he should have been. Now, gone. now you can't take that from Ben, right? Because Ben's never had an under five hundred season. Worst season he's ever had in his entire career is eight and eight. So you can't mm-hmm. take that away from okay. Ben, but at the same time, like I, I saw a post the other day. I, I don't know if it came from Barstool or Bleacher Report, or it might not even been one of them. It might have just been a regular person, but it said, um, hold up. What the fuck did it say? God damn, that's going to throw me off, man. So what I will say on that note, like, I'm with you, Malk. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of that kind of talk, even right. though... A oh. number of head coaches I've been around, that's how they play the media as well. Right. Like, right. Yeah. I remember it though. It, it, they said, ain't no farewell seasons in the NFL. And that's the truth. Right. You're not going to get right. nobody giving you glory points. Nobody's going to stand there and let you take a three because, rest in peace, you're Kobe and you want to hit a certain amount of points on your way out. That's not going to happen in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So when you give the opportunity to somebody who's already past their prime, but it's still effective. I'm not taking that away from Ben. You can't allow them to lead your ship of a team into those heavy waters of a playoffs if they know that nobody's going to come back alive. Right. Let me at least have the young buck from below the decks that's like, nah, I got an idea. Yep. I'll get it somewhere. I'd rather have him do it than that old, nah. Once you say shit like that, I'm with you. I that's a, I think that's me. I'm with right. I can't even give another hit to shower. <laughs> I can't respect that. I can't respect that. Yeah, I can't like, give another now, hit to showers. Now, I will throw this out there. Okay. If there is a major upset in the first round of the playoffs, it's the Steelers over the Chiefs. I thought that not, as well, though. Not my not my pick. Do I think it's going to happen? No. But is that the one that is rife with the most upset potential? Yes, because you can never count out the Steelers' defense. I thought that as well, though. But J.J. Watt got banged up. Or, I mean, T.J. Watt got banged up, didn't he, at the end of the game? I mean, player's going to play. So... Oh, you know that he's going to play, but that is that is the one that is the like out of what's out there in terms of that first round. That's I the agree. biggest upset that's sitting out there. And do I think it'll happen? No, it wasn't my pick, but I will go on record and saying if there is a if there is a major upset, so either the two verse seven or the three verse six, it will be the Steelers. Right. Nah, I, I agree with that. And that pains me to say because I lived there for six fucking years and I'm so over Steelers fans, but <laughs> I will give credit where it's I can't due. stand Steelers, but you can't get rid of them. Either the Browns <laughs> or they're Steelers, like here. Like, and yeah. I'll be thinking like, yeah, I know it's close, but God damn, my G, like why? 
Steelers fans are everywhere, though. They're everywhere. You say he and then, and then I will give. I will give a. I'm going to give a double hit the showers. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah, give it that. That's that's uh that's great because I gave I piggyback. You, you rattled off everybody. So. <laughs> your mama, your baby mama, your wife. Right. <laughs> no, I will give a double hit to showers to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Fuck off, both of you. Get the fuck mm, out. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna, I'm That's fair enough. That. I'm definitely not mad at that. Well, I know Tom Brady is my general pick for hit the showers, but I'll add it? Bill in there since we're playing them this week. <laughs> is that your general pick, though? Oh, dude, I think I think if you were to go back and you were to look at historical, I probably said Brady probably. A dozen times. <laughs> well, that's like uh, OG Mike Brown with Trent Brown and uh, me with Derek Carr. Carr, right. So you can't feel bad about that. But does anything ha- anybody have anything to take us out with? I had to get the uh, credits together. I never did it beforehand. <laughs> it happens. So the only thing that I've got is... Um, I think we've got a lot going on. I think the the network has a lot going on. I will do my pitch for the network overall and hit the showers is obviously a big part of that. I think that we've got some good plans coming up for hit the showers, hoping to be able to get an intro video out for hit the showers. Motherfuckers would send me their goddamn. Well, either way, I don't uh, want that. to redo mine. I don't want that to come out regardless. Until I might redo mine too, but I don't want that to come out regardless until episode one of season two. That's fair, and I'm cool with that. But that means people got to get their shit in. Yeah, because uh, it, <laughs> it is creeping up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Y'all, y'all have been you all have been doing a great job. Well, either crazy. either they they submitted or hey. they're not in the video. Um, right. And then outside of that, obviously, I will do my my usual pitch for Do Fools Agree on Friday nights. We are looking for guests. So if you're in the regional area, or even if you're not, drop us a line at foolproofentertainment at gmail.com. Uh, we love talking to people, small business owners, people that are active in their community. And yeah, we like to have a good time. And then mind and body understanding, I need to get in touch with Jeff, but I'm hoping that we, uh, we kind of get back on track with that one as well. And we'll talk through. We're going to try to see, you know, if we can launch one or two more shows on the network this year. So I think we got a lot of big things coming for the network overall. And I'm just, I'm, a, I'm excited, man. Like, yeah, we, yeah. hey, we are, we are, we are, what, two years in now? We've got over probably 3,000 hours worth of content and almost, <laughs> almost, actually, we're probably over 200 episodes between Hit the Showers, Mind and Body and uh, Do Fools Agree. I'm sure of that. All right, that was my pitch to give you time to finish the credits, sir. Oh no! Credits finished. I appreciate all that because you know I'm real loose with it. I don't. I don't. I barely give a. Do us a favor, like, share, subscribe. You know what? That motherfucker. He he inspired me. For anybody who is interested in participating or guest or being a guest on a show, email me at hittheshowerspodcast at gmail.com and we may be able to schedule something in the near future. But understand that after the Super Bowl, football ends and we are moving on to NBA. So 
But beyond that, if you like golf, soccer, whatever the case may be, we can get you set up to a situation where you may be able to run that on your own. And so, we've always got fight sports. Listen, water polo. I don't know. You would be the only <laughs> water polo fan. And from what I heard, they cheer. That's a rich sport. And That's from what I sport. heard, they cheer with their feet upside down in the water <laughs> with their ass out. So you probably hey. would be a water polo fan. Hey. Hey. Are you on Saturday or no? Yeah, I'm on. Well, catch us Saturday unless Malcolm back out on us. As uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on depending how upset I get over this uh, Eagles game. Well, it wouldn't be there by then. Yeah, I will not be on because the Bills are playing at that time. So they're playing on Saturday. Is yeah, it, what time? You got a Saturday game too? Let me see. Damn. Now you got. Yeah, when do y'all play, Cliff? I thought we played Sunday. <laughs> I'm gonna look up the playoff games. I'm just looking at it as yeah, a I whole. Think Bills and uh, I think, or, I mean, Raiders and Bengals play Sunday. Uh, oh. Eagles, Tampa Bay is Sunday at one o'clock. Niners, Cowboys. Is oh, Sunday then I'm good. Cardinals, Rams is eight fifteen on Monday, yeah. and then the AFC is, is in the fifteenth. The AFC, the Patriots Bills is Saturday, eight fifteen, yeah. Vegas, yeah. Cincinnati at four thirty. So you guys are the four thirty Saturday game. So yeah, I'm seeing that now. And then Steelers Chiefs is the Sunday night game. Mm, damn. I thought we was Sunday. So you're Saturday. Well just have to wait it till post. Regardless, listen, the show must go on. Even if I got to miss <laughs> part of the game and uh, be wrong, sure. I'll predict predictions as the game is <laughs> as played. the game is as I'm not even watching. I'll say in Jacobs runs for seven yards, stopped at the motherfucking thirty-seven yard line. You probably can stream it on the entire game and be wrong as shit. You could you could stream it probably on a different device while you're yeah, on the, in the background, that, right? But that would take away from the show. So what I'll do uh, is me, and we'll figure out what's happening while it happens. I know you got the NFL Network over there, so you stream it on one of your devices. And keep it. Well, up. I won't need right. to because it's 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 local TV. The playoffs are everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. playoffs oh, are okay. over the air. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'll probably do then. I'll probably hook right. this TV up and change it while we start the show. There you go. Yeah. All right. You want to well, wrap us up, Cliff? I thought we <laughs> wrapped up about three times. Fuck the <laughs> Eagles unless they beat Brady. Hey, there you go. I, I can get up with that. You going for gold. <laughs> we're going for gold. You three first-round picks next year. Three first round picks next year. We out. Peace.